The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone, on this side. Uh, it's kind of an odd Friday, but it is Friday. It is John DePietro on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen live at the website, which is DePietro.com. I want to welcome in everybody watching our live stream that we have going on Facebook Live. It's John DePietro Show. <coughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. Uh, John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you just find that. And remember, click uh, the like button. And that way, uh, you'll be notified when we go live. So that's why when I say click the like button, it's really so that way then you know. So many people say, oh, I didn't know that you were going. Well, if you click that, you're, you get a notification. You, when we go live, you're notified. That's it. When we go live, you're notified. So let me see a thumbs up from everybody on this Friday. People are certainly enjoying. Folks, as I had promised, we're doing a lot of Facebook Live. We're going to continue. We have uh, some special events over the course of the weekend. Juan does not stop, as you know. And, folks, this portion of the program, I can't think of a better place to start off the Friday than to swing in. What are you doing right now? You there on 146, or you're on 95, and you're listening on 99.9 FM. Or AM AM 1380. And remember, save that in your car so then you're not scrambling around and you're trying to find me and you get stuck listening to someone who's babbling or cackling. So instead, you want to make sure that you save one and it's right there. And um, But right now on this Friday, why not swing over to Ron's Pastry? Gourmet and see Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little, excuse me, Royal Little Drive in Providence. We um, find them on Facebook. But for instance, today you could swing in. Now it is a Friday in Lent, but they have uh, old fashioned pizza strips. They have sandwiches. Now they also have, uh, they're also open tomorrow. They're closed on Sunday. They'll be open again on Monday. But at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, eggplant. Sausage and peppers, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, uh, chicken parm calzones. They also have plain and deluxe spinach pies, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies. Uh, they're fantastic. Leave the gun, take the cannoli at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. Don't forget free coffee for the men and women in blue. The boys in blue, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, free coffee for police and military. It's the opposite of Alley's. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, good afternoon on this Friday. Again, it's John DePietro. Remember, you can always visit the website, DePietro.com, if you want to reach me, uh, if you want to inquire about being part of the show in any way. And then we have exclusive stories. I posted the story last night. Um, first of all, the Biden disaster breakdown. And then will Governor McKee, this is the question, is he going to be governor for 18 months or is he going to be governor for five years and 18 months? Uh, excuse me, five years and eight months, whatever it is, somewhere there. No, in six months, five years and six months, either way. But um, he's got some work to do. And uh, the people that are going to challenge him are certainly uh, circling around him right now. And some of his opponents Especially, folks, the the race for governor, (coughs) excuse me, is um, I think it could come down to, in the Democrat primary now, Governor McKee against against General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. So now I, I recognize 
most of the people listening or watching right now say, Juan, I'm not voting. And I get that. But right now, I don't see a Republican that's going to emerge who would be the Republican candidate to challenge. And the voting bills, the bills regarding voting in Rhode Island, if they're made law, I, I am telling you it's it's over. It is lights out. And make no mistake about it. I mean, they're, they're, they're going for everything right now. This is the moment. What did Biden say yesterday? Biden said yesterday, President Biden at his press briefing. Now, I also want to, um, he said yesterday, will there even be a Republican Party in four years? Now, that's not, that that's a threat you have to take serious. And I also want to, some people are not going to like this, but- Things can, you know, if you change the law certain ways, there are things that go away. And I'll give you a good example. Organized crime. They changed the law so they could use the RICO statue, which means that all you have to do is be part of the organization in your. Or you, you could be sitting up here, but if you instructed someone to go to Florida and. <coughs> You know, take care of the problem or whatever it may be. If they link the connection, that's all it took. And it got rid of organized crime. Now, look what they're doing right now with the Capitol. They're trying to prove conspiracy RICO case against the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Three Percenters. They're trying. But my point is, sometimes if you change the laws, when they enacted the RICO statue, that was the end of organized crime. It was. And I've spoken with different people, and I don't want to get too far up, but I, I want you to understand what I'm saying. And that is I've spoken with people who it got so bad that there were people that said, I, I don't want to become a member of you know, the crime family. <clears throat> if I become a member, if I go through the whole scenario, right, with the trigger finger and then the burning of the card and the whole thing, if if everybody gets indicted then they take down everybody through that so then it's like I, I no no thanks i'll do business with you i'll work with you but i don't want to be a member that is a case where membership did not have its privileges folks my point is listen to what i'm saying the reason why they got rid of it was because they changed the law and then you can argue whether or not it should have been used to go after cianci now they're using the rico statute to take down the massage parlors so what am i talking about it has to do with changing the law. And in Rhode Island, they're on the verge of changing the law when it comes to voting. They feel there should be no ID, no notarized ballots. Now, I'm telling you right now, in the next two weeks, I'm going to be talking a lot about preserving the vote. These have to be stopped. Or I'm going to say it right now. If the game is right now, if these bills are not stopped... At the state house over the next couple of weeks, I, I am saying right now on record on this Friday, March 26th, year of our Lord, 2021, the Republican Party, as you know it, will be over. It'll be over. Lights out. It, it, it will be it won't matter who run is running for governor. It won't matter who's running for attorney general, secretary of state or anything else. So they can be in denial. But if these bills go through, now other states are tightening up their voting requirements. There was a situation last night in Georgia, and I want to commend, you know, people are upset about the governor of Georgia. But what he did was they arrested someone in Georgia, and I'm glad they did. 
because they're making a big deal of it. So in Georgia last night, and I think it was very positive, um, what they did was they tightened up the voting, and it should be tightened up. Now, again, I want to remind you, in Rhode Island, they want to move to no ID, no ID, no ID with voting. <coughs> Never mind, you can't even function in society without an ID. They want early voting. They want unnotarized mail ballots. Now, as much as the Republican Party may say, well, then we're going to do the same type of thing. Well, no, you're not. And you're not going to do it as successful. So the key is to stop it from happening, not saying we're going to compete in the in the same thing. So the GOP election bill with the new requirements and then the governor was signing last night, they're tightening up their election laws as it should be. I mean, there should be voting restrictions, by the way, and let them scream up and down. I like what they're doing in Georgia. They have a Republican. They have a Republican governor. They have a Republican secretary of state. Um, it, it can't get out of control. So last night, as you had the governor of Georgia, it was like, no, I'm going to sign this. We have the power. I'm going to sign this right now. So you had this elected rep, Georgia State Representative Park Cannon is her name. And she said, well, I'm going to go into the governor's office. And this is what it sounded like. And my question is, now, she's a person of color, and she's going past the Capitol Guard in Georgia, and someone's filming her. So by their definition, she is an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist. So I, the, the uh, police in Georgia, they, they ended up arresting her. So, and she started knocking. They told her to go away, and she wouldn't. And this is what it uh, sounded like. Because they told her to step back. They're guarding the governor's office. The governor is signing a bill that affects all Georgians. Why is he doing it in private? And why is he trying to keep elected that's, officials who are representing us? Because that's what he process? decided. Because that's what he decided is the answer. <laughs> so she goes up and decides she's going to knock again. And they... Decided to arrest her. She's not under arrest. What do you mean? Yes, she is under arrest. Insurrection. Insurrection. Our governor is signing a bill. Domestic terrorists. Our people want to go in and contest the vote. He's just following the lead at the Capitol. Because she's an insurrectionist. Why? the violation. Cite the code. Insurrection. What is she in violation of? I want you to cite the code. Cite the code. Cite it. What is this? Cite the code. Cite the code. Hey. Cite the code. She can't barge in on the governor. Are you arresting her? Under what? Under what? Insurrection. Domestic terrorism. Interfering with democracy. Get out of my way, madam. We gave her fear warning. She is interfering with democracy. She is an insurrectionist. Maybe an armed insurrectionist. She has a pen on her. Give me a reason why you are 
boy, this crowd. By the way, I have a great story to show you in uh, just a moment, folks, or, or tell you about. Again, Georgia State Troopers arrested State Rep. Park Cannon. She knocked on the door, interrupting his live stream announcement he had signed an election bill into law. The officers forcibly removed her, dragged her through the Capitol, pushed her into a police car. She was charged with obstruction of law enforcement and disrupting General Assembly sessions. Good. She was with several other protesters, knocked on the door, saying the public should be allowed to witness the announcement. Well, apparently he was live streaming it. The sweeping legislation requires ID for absentee ballots. Does that seem outrageous to you? Folks in Rhode Island, they don't want an ID for absentee ballots. Limit drop boxes. Limit drop boxes. Do you know what the drop boxes are? They put them all over Rhode Island this past election season. Why do they do that? So they avoid mail fraud in sending in a fraudulent ballot. And they changed early um, change and changes early voting hours. So, folks, this whole thing in, in Georgia, what they're doing is getting control of their democracy. The question is, are they going to do that in Rhode Island? Are we prepared? I'm telling you, the work has to start now because if not, it's going to be too late. But there's a good story that no one you know, I heard a brief blip about this, and then you can't find this in the news. I'm going to show it. Um, you heard about, we all know what happened in Colorado. And then you heard about, there was a man that went into a grocery store. Did you hear about this in Atlanta? And he had six guns on him. But someone saw him and contacted the authorities and they stopped him. So they don't know if it was going to be a copycat or exactly, you know, what the situation was um, was going to be. A 22-year-old man was arrested entering an Atlanta supermarket, multiple guns and body armor. So the story's big. Now, keep in mind, think of what happened. You had the guy that shot the people at the massage parlor. Then you had the situation... <clears throat> Regarding with um, what happened in uh, Colorado with the grocery store where all these people are saying was probably a white Trump supporter that was shooting and killing the 10 white people. Turned out it was someone from Syria, Muslim, anti-Trump person. I'm going to stop this, but I want to play for you. So the story that's not getting a lot of attention, it gets some attention, but 22-year-old man. Now, that should tell you something right there. Folks, this is the new way to news. <coughs> Excuse me. 22-year-old man. If he, well, I'll t- if he was white, see, there's your first clue. From now on, whenever you see 22-year-old or just man, if he was white, they'd say white man. But they just said man. So they finally showed a photo of the gunman. If he had been white, it would have been everywhere. Ten white people were killed in Colorado. Let me just play. This is a story this morning from Good Morning America. Naturally, and I seen the AR glimpse, and I was like, you know what? Let me make sure I'm not crazy. And I looked into the stall deliberately so and was like, okay, that's AR. Into the Russell, who was working for Instacart at the time, ran out of the restroom to tell the grocery store management what he saw. I reported the gun. I reported the, the whole situation with because all these guns. it's just not plausible for you to be in such a space like that, especially at 
after uh, recent events. So that's the reason why I took action. In his police report, the arresting officer wrote that I immediately ordered the accused to put his hands up and don't move, to which he complied. The accused appeared to be surprised when he saw us that close to him. And the officer adds that all semi-auto pistols had rounds in their chambers and the revolver was fully loaded. He did not overreact to what he saw in the bathroom. He saw it. He sort of captured it in his mind. He left and then he eventually called the police. The man with the guns is now facing 11 charges, including felony firearm charges and criminal attempt to... Can I just stop it? Huh. How come we're not seeing this photo everywhere? How come we're not seeing this photo everywhere? Who is the gun... Hold on. Who is the gunman? Who is the man that had all these guns where then... He had five guns. I'm going to hold it up for Facebook Live. He had five guns in the bathroom in Atlanta. Huh. So there's the 22-year-old man. <laughs> Alarming arrests. Man entered. That's why. Because he happens to be non-white is the reason for that. See, this is where it's now going. Now, I'm going to talk about the Biden thing in just a moment. And then also President Trump responded <clears throat> last night. Um, it is, um, it's like we have to interpret the news now. We have to interpret the news of when they're talking about someone who's, who's really involved. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, now listen, spring is here. <coughs> Excuse me, the weather's going to get nicer and nicer. You're going to spend time outside. Make sure you call Jared at Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Softwash. You can text him. You take a picture of your property. Now, outside your home, you have uh, green algae and moss and mildew and stain. Bethel Certified Softwash, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel Certified Softwash. It's biodegradable, plant-safe. It's safe for your pets. For children, he is terrific. The before and afters are amazing. Get rid of those stains and the uh, the the green mildew and moss on your home or a surface. Bethel certified soft wash and power wash if he needs to. But look for him on Facebook and then the website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. You're gonna love it. Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash, online, Rhode Island, softwashing.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. I'm going to get to uh, President Trump spoke out last night <clears throat> after that Biden. You, listen, I uh, what I was going to say was, listen, I recognize someone was saying, well, President Reagan used to use cards. Well, it's one thing if you're using cards because you want to um, you want to accurately portray certain numbers. Right. Maybe something was an increase of 30 percent or sometimes something is 40 times or whatever it may be. You want to make sure you're giving the exact number. That was different. I'm very glad we covered it yesterday. What you saw yesterday was someone, folks, and they keep in mind, that was the president. They rehearsed that. They practiced it. I think that's the best he can do. That is the best that President Biden can do. He's good for he's not even good for a full hour. 
and we'll play some more of the highlights, lowlights. But that was um, that that was uh, that was rough, without question. But I want to remind you: uh, visit the website depetro.com, and also, folks, um, that's where you can link through to relaxed. Souls, relax souls, reflexology. It's Lisa Wood, relax souls. You can call a texter at 401 742 6621. 401 742 6621. Relax souls, reflexology. Lisa Wood. And uh, maybe you have some different pains of some kind. Reflexology is different from massage because it works from the inside out. Acupressure points, meridians, stimulate the body. <clears throat> Healing from inside out, boost immune function. Lisa focuses on your hands and feet. It's reflexology, relax souls, S-O-L-E-S. And you can call or text her at 401-742-6621. All right, let's go to last night, President Trump. Oh, boy, folks, are we missing President? Can I get a th- some thumbs up on Facebook Live? Are we missing President Trump? My God, we have to go through four years of this. Four years of this? Listen, I don't think he doesn't have Alzheimer's. He doesn't have dementia, but he's he is slowing down. He is slowing down. Um, let me hear a little bit. This is uh, this is Hannity last night. Biden is uh, is just confused. Serious questions. OK, is Vice President Harris now in charge? Is she running the country? Is she going to do the press briefing tomorrow? Because once again, Joe Biden seemed um, lost, dazed, and confused. Take it back at any true or false. Did Donald Trump ever prepare for press conferences like this? Uh, did he even prepare at all? Not with cards or anything like that. I mean, not with cards or anything like that. Not at all. So here was um, President Trump last night on with Laura Ingram, and he was right about the situation at the Capitol. President Trump last night. Capitol after January six has become a fortress protecting uh, the Capitol from the people who are supposed to actually be the ones in charge here, and not the people who are uh, are sitting in the Capitol surrounding themselves by razor wire. I think it's disgraceful. It looks for the world to watch. Absolutely, it's a political maneuver that they're doing. Uh, it was a zero threat right from the start. It was zero threat. Look, uh, they went in. Uh, they shouldn't have done it. Uh, some of them went in, and they're they're hugging and kissing the police and the guards. That's you know, right. They had great relationships. Uh, a lot of the people were waved in, and then they walked in and they walked out. And uh, I'll tell you what. They're doing things to the, they're persecuting a lot of those people. They are. And some of them should be, some things should happen to them. But uh, when I look at Antifa in Washington, even with what they did to Washington or what they did to other locations and the destruction and frankly, the killing and the beating up of people and nothing happens to them whatsoever. Why aren't they going after Antifa? I watched this gentleman on 60 Minutes the other night. It was horrible what he said. You know, the fact is, um, the pre- President Trump is, is on the money again, uh, because basically, it was, um, he was exactly right with what he was saying on Laura Ingram last night, where President Trump, he didn't, he didn't prepare in, in that way. 
And and President Trump also was talking about the election from November. Showing a vote, showing an ID to vote is is Jim Crow. Your reaction to that offensive comparison, Uh. Mr. President. Well, Jim Crow is their most often used term over yep. the last three weeks. I notice it's constantly being used, but they're trying to get something with no voter ID, no signature verification, send all the ballots you can. You'll never have another fair election in this country, just like if you look at the last election, it was disgraceful. It was a third world election. That's right. It was a disgrace. Legislatures didn't yep. approve much of what happened. Our Supreme Court should be ashamed of themselves. Under the Constitution, all of the things that they were doing had to be approved by legislatures and legislatures and oars. And if you take a look at it, the Democrats went to the Republican legislature. You know, President Trump is um, exactly right with that, folks. He is. And last uh, yesterday, in covering it, um, it was tough. That's the president of the United States. That's the president of the United States. Let's go back to yesterday. President Biden. Have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time. <laughs> My predecessor needed to. Needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, God, I'm you know, the real answer is they didn't practice what he was supposed to say when when they asked him about that. For whatever reason, or he couldn't find the card um, when he came to the Senate 120 years ago. Um, Holy cow. Um, Leader of the free world. Now, with regard to the filibuster, I believe... We should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. Um, now, that- listen, if he was joking, he he should have stopped and said, I'm joking. How about this with um, yesterday with the Biden press briefing? Mr. President, overnight we learned that North Korea tested two ballistic missiles. What, if any, actions will you take and what is your red line on North Korea? Let me say that, uh, number one, uh, UN Resolution 1718 was violated by those particular missiles that were tested. Number one. We're consulting with our allies and partners and uh, there will be uh, responses if they choose to escalate um, we will respond accordingly but I'm also prepared what does uh, that mean um, for some form of diplomacy um, but it has to be conditioned upon the end result of denuclearization so uh, um, that's what we're doing right now, consulting with our allies. Just very quick You only got another hour now, okay? Diplomacy, can you define what you mean? And former President Obama warned the incoming President Trump that North Korea was the top foreign policy issue that he was watching. Is that how you assess the crisis in North Korea? You know, what you saw yesterday, folks, is, <clears throat> and again, good afternoon. It's 1233. It's John DePietro on AM 1380. And 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on uh, Facebook Live. 
which is John DePietro Show on Facebook. Make sure you share with your friends that you're watching. You can also click the like button. If you want to reach me, you can always message me through Facebook, uh, the Facebook page as well. Many people do. Um, Who's running the country right now? It would certainly seem that Chief of Staff Ron Klain, Jill Biden, uh, and the Biden advisors are running the country. I know some people say George Soros. I, I don't I don't I don't buy the whole Wizard of Oz man behind the curtain. I don't. Um this also, someone was saying to me, Obama's running the country. I'm not convinced of that either. Obama and Biden, President Obama did not come out for Joe Biden during the primary when he could have. Um, Jill Biden admitted, no, she, yeah, Jill Biden admitted in an interview. See, at the, at the White House, there's the personal residence. It's like their real house inside the White House. And during the eight years that that the Obamas were president, the Bidens were never invited into the personal residence of the White House. So I'm not convinced of that. I think they have their own thing. I do. I don't believe some so many of you say, oh, come on, George. I, I don't believe there's a hotline. And it rings and it's Soros on the other line who says do A, B, and C. I, I don't believe that. Some people do believe that. I don't, I don't believe in, there are some people think there are five people, right? Five to eight people running the entire world and they meet in secret and encryption codes and all this stuff. I, I, don't, I, I don't believe into that type of stuff. I don't. Um, I think there's a small circle of advisors right now where they're managing him. And yesterday was a lot. And I also, let me say this. I think think too much is being made about um, Steve Ducey's a good reporter. But they're making too much about it. He wouldn't even take his quite like that. I I mean, I think they're making too much. If you're Biden, you could have, because now they're like making him a a martyr. But it's a little self-serving that they wouldn't call on. You know, there's a number of people they didn't call on. There were some uh, conservative reporters that maybe have a little more credentials than Steve Ducey. I, he does a good job. Don't get me wrong. But I, I wouldn't say that was the beginning and the end. But what I saw was uh, I, do, I don't believe he's senile. Um, and as I've said, folks, I, I, um, I have very good friend. I, I think anyone that says he has dementia or Alzheimer's, or as Meghan McCain's jerk husband said, he's a senile old man. Uh, I think those are people that have never dealt with how painful it is if you have a family member that, in fact, suffers from dementia or Alzheimer's. A very good friend of mine, um, his father goes to visit his mom who's in a dementia ward and they were married I don't know how many years and and the pain that she does not she looks at him as if he's a stranger or anyone that as I say who's had a family member and it's sudden now I'm not saying he doesn't have some onsets of dementia Alzheimer's maybe it's tough to tell You'd have to spend a lot of time. I see why 
It really benefited the Biden campaign. The pandemic benefited him to keep him out of sight, off the trail. He's not used to crowds. You can hear yesterday he was having a tough time hearing a little bit. Very common. And again, I've had older relatives. I've spent a lot of time with older people. I did growing up. Um, I had an old aunt, great aunt. I used to visit. Go in the TV and be blaring. She refused to get her ears checked. You'd go in the radio, be blasting. You could only talk to her. In, she had to be in front of you. I had an aunt that you could, it was better to talk to her on the phone than in person. My aunt Kay, because she could turn up the volume. My father got her one of those phones that you could turn up the headset volume. It was easier to talk to her on the phone than in person. In person, you had to look right at her. If she was in the other room, she'd, what? I can't hear you. I had another aunt refused to get a hearing aid. You'd go in, TV would be blaring. So I see a lot of that. Um, the pandemic and keeping Biden off the trail, it helped him. I, he can sit. It's not like he didn't know who everyone was. Yes, yesterday they rehearsed that. He has to have read the cards, the reporters. President Trump never had to do that. He, he seemed pretty frail. Many people... Um, Listen, I'll say this. If you had a relative who is in his physical, mental condition, I don't think you'd have that person running a company and you wouldn't have that person running the country. If you had, I think, a parent, relative, friend who would, he's an old 78. What can you say? He and Mike Bloomberg and Bernie Sanders are both, I think, 79 now, and they're just sharper. But Joe Biden's been through a lot. And it takes a toll. He has suffered tremendous tragedy, whatever it is. But he's not a young 78. He's an old 78. When you think about it, and I want to just touch on this, folks, with the George Floyd thing. Folks, this portion of the show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Coogie, as we're going, we're into spring from winter to spring. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. Let me ask you a question, Dana. If you need help with plumbing or heating or cooling, hi, Farah. Or helpful, trustworthy, reliable, you can depend on Kooks. R.E. Coogan and Heating. From spring, winter to spring, spring to summer, their trained technicians provide 100% service. One customer at a time. Call them today. They're also on Facebook and the website is recooganheating.com. Call them at 401 732 6562. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 1240 on this Friday. Hello, it is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on um, on Facebook Live. Remember, uh, visit the website, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Allstate Lock. Ex- <laughs> Excuse me, experts, God bless me, experts in... <laughs> My goodness, cheap blow last night. Oh, experts in um, locking systems, building security. I don't do uh, Coke. I just like the smell of it. Uh, security cameras, car keys. I'm joking. It's a Friday joke. All State Lock online, 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. You know what is um, really amazing when you step back? It's almost like a script. <clears throat> you have a great president in office. President Trump. How do you get him out of office? A pandemic hits. 
you lock everybody up. You create fear. You create panic. You change the voting system. We're not going to go to the ballot box anymore. You can do mail ballots. They have someone they want to replace him. They now have an excuse to keep him locked away. Now they're just trying to, how do you frighten people away from the president? Enter Minneapolis and George Floyd. In 2019, George Floyd, rest in peace, was arrested on a traffic stop. And the police caught him as he was caught and had drugs on him, started eating the drugs. He started going into a manic state. He was talking a mile a minute. Don't hurt me. Don't go shoot me, man. Don't kill me. Going crazy. Calm down. But he had swallowed the drugs because he didn't want to get caught with them. What drugs? Boom. Right? He eats them. That was 2019. He gets out. Fast forward to last Memorial Day. There was a report of someone passing a counterfeit bill. They're just sitting in the car outside. Police respond. What did the individual do? Once again, he ate the drugs. This time, could have been last time, but it was fentanyl. How much did he take? If he was at home, the body, the medical examiner said he would have died of an overdose. If he had taken, medical examiner now, if he had taken that amount of drugs and he was just Wherever he was going to be, he would have died, unfortunately, of an overdose. But in this situation, he was in police custody. In this situation, they started to put him into the back of the police car. He started saying, I can't breathe. He was talking a mile a minute. He was manic. Don't hurt me, man. Don't kill me. All right, calm down. All right, lie him down outside. And then you have the officer who decides, I'm going to put my knee on his neck. Oh, my God. Put him on his side. Nope. He wasn't going anywhere. He's handcuffed. Nope. Keep him in the car. No, we're going to wait for the ambulance and put him on his back. And somebody goes by and starts filming him. And he started yelling. When he was in the car, he was yelling, you couldn't breathe. You go back to 2019, when they first caught him, he was saying he couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe because he was hyperventilating because he was basically ODing from drugs. What you see on the ground, they don't know. They're filming, and it looks like that cop has his knee on his neck. They're killing the poor guy. If he had been in the car, he probably would have died of an overdose getting to the station. If he had, if they had driven him to the hospital, if they had sat him up, he would have died of an overdose. But the knee on the neck and him screaming, I can't breathe, please. I can't breathe. He was screaming inside the car. He was saying he couldn't breathe. Of course, your body has just had a huge Massive amount of drugs into it. You're sweating profusely. You're hyperventilating. You're going into shock. You you can't control your breathing or movements. You're, you know, in full anxiety, panic. They were saying to him, and you, you know, I think he's on drugs. He was on drugs. But it looked like they killed him. And then they destroyed every major city and burned it down. 
And that's what gets us where we are right now. And then they remove the president from office. And then suddenly end up with what we're stuck with yesterday. Which is a guy who is, I mean, uh, who's running the country? He's not running the country. He may be the president. But I think we can all agree. There's no way he is running. I mean, not if you want to be objective. He's running the, no, he's not running the country. He may sign off on things. Does he have a full handle on what's going on at the border? No, he does not have a full handle. And by the way, President Trump wasn't wrong about with what he said about the people at the Capitol. He wasn't wrong about that in any way. But this whole thing of Jim Crow and Jim Eagle. To stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes. Hold on. Start for the. I'm talking about voters. Voters. And so I'm convinced that we'll be able to stop this because it is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. I mean, this is gigantic what they're trying to do. And it cannot be sustained. I'm do everything in my power, along with my friends in the House and the Senate, to keep that from, uh, from becoming the law. That you have to show an ID to vote. That you have to show an ID to vote. Folks, you, I, I, I've gone through. You, you, if you don't have an ID, by the way, IDs are free, right? IDs are free. You can go to the Secretary of State's office and get an ID for free. Doesn't cost you anything. If you, if it holds near... Hold on. You, that you, uh, um, like this was yesterday, President Biden. To get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, I, what did I come down here for? As he goes to the basement, <sighs> folks, if your appliance is dying, just call. Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Whatever it is, Ryan can fix it. Washer, dryer. I had a problem with our dryer. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Truck, truck pulled in the driveway. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He was offended by the question on immigration. You know, I was also seeing that on CNN, they were offended. The fact that CNN's own correspondent asked him, if Kamala Harris would continue to be the VP. Cena and Caitlin Collins mocked for asking if he will be the uh the, the VP. Why? Why that's a why isn't that a fair question? She was mocked for asking that. Let me um I, I don't understand why would they that why, why that's you can ask that. They would have asked that to Trump. I think they did ask that to Trump. Is Pence gonna is Pence gonna be your VP, why are they offended at that? You know, they're offended at they because you're not supposed to ask anything like that. So why is that so? Oh, dear Lord, what an embarrassment. Yeah, it was your correspondent that asked it. See, they're sending a message, though. Don't ask him things like that. I know we say you can ask anything, but you're really not supposed to ask anything. 
That's where that comes down to. You can do about it besides passing legislation. The answer is yes, but I'm not going to lay out a strategy in front of the whole world and you now. And then on a related note, have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time. <laughs> My predecessor need to, needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, God, I miss it. Um, no, the answer is yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. You know, the follow-up question was, and then would Kamala Harris, would she still be your vice president? So, you know, she was then attacked. Why, why, are, we, why are you even asking him? She's only supposed to be cheered and welcomed. These people, who would ask such a question? How dare you ask him a question like that? Folks, it's John DePietro on this Friday. And I want to remind you, I want you to stay healthy. Right now, it is uh, 1250. You want to replenish yourself. And by the way, many of you that are going to get the vaccine, if you wanted to get an appointment tonight at 5 o'clock, the state's going to have 9,000 appointments available and number one, I, I think you should get the vaccine. But either way, you want to stay nice and healthy. Pick up a bottle of Akai Berry. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. You can get it at Dave's in East Greenwich. Akai Berry, this incredible antioxidant, which will replenish your body, fights off disease. You start each day with just a little bit. Akai Berry. Pick up a bottle today at Dave's in East Greenwich and also at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You know, this whole business of what they can ask, what they can't ask, uh, how dare they ask a question like that, this is all done by design. And I also want to um, remind you that, that something has to be done. Something has to be done about the voting laws in our state. The voting laws in our state. Now, I'll say this. I thought President Trump last night on with Laura Ingram. Um, it was it's just always good to me to uh, hear the president. He is um, sharp as he ever was. And he was right about the situation at the Capitol. Are you concerned that the U.S. Capitol after January 6th uh, has become a fortress protecting uh, the Capitol from the people who are supposed to actually be the ones in charge here, not the people who are, uh, are sitting in the Capitol surrounding themselves by razor wire. I think it's disgraceful. It looks for the world to watch. Absolutely, it's a political maneuver that they're doing. Uh, it was a zero threat. Right from the start, it was zero threat. Look, true. Uh, they went in. Uh, they shouldn't have done it. Uh, some of them went in and they're they're hugging and kissing the police and the guards. You know, they they had great relationships. Uh, a lot of the people were waved in and then they walked in and they walked out. And uh, I'll tell you what, they're doing things to the, they're persecuting a lot of those people. And some of them should be, some things should happen to them. But uh, when I look at Antifa, in Washington, That's even right. what they did to Washington and what they did to other locations and the destruction and, frankly, the killing and the beating up of people and nothing happens to them whatsoever. Why aren't they going after Antifa? I watched this gentleman right. on 
60 Minutes the other night, it was horrible what he said. Now you're talking about... Yeah, you're talking about the former prosecutor who's prosecuting yeah, uh, some of the individuals involved knows. in January 6th. But it, right. when you look and back, they all at, know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But he totally sure compromised a, a case, and what he said was so horrible. But they don't talk about Antifa. They you know, they don't. And and it's becoming like as I showed you, they get all upset when there's a gunman. They say it's it's got to be a white gunman. It's got to be a Trump supporter. If it, in fact, turns out to be a person of color, then the story just isn't covered and they don't talk about it. Uh, but Biden yesterday, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1254. It's John DePietro. Remember, we go until two o'clock. Yesterday, we made the decision. Jeff and I made the decision to carry the Biden press briefing. I carried some of the Governor McKee press briefing. And listen, it, it is good news uh, more appointments are going to be made available. Kind of what I predicted would happen is happening, which is despite the incompetence, despite the incompetence from the Rhode Island Department of Health, seemingly when no one is being held accountable, despite that incompetence, um, they're getting enough vaccine into our area that 9,000 appointments are going to be available at 5 o'clock. And I still encourage you to try to get one through CBS. They're all free in Walgreens. Now, also some news today. Armed robbery suspect stole cruiser shot by officer in Quincy. An armed robbery suspect stole a Rockland police cruiser was shot by police officer in Quincy this morning. The man's medical status was not clear as of 11 a.m. Friday. So that was all playing out uh, this morning. He was shot and killed during a confrontation. Heavily armed police trapped the stolen SUV between two armored cars. The incident played out over three hours. Minor injuries of police officers in Abington and Weymouth. Three cruisers, suspension of the NBA red line. Use of deadly force by an unidentified law enforcement officer under investigation. 36-year-old man was trapped between armored vehicles. Police were speaking with the suspect and saw as he put his hands on the patrol rifle installed in the cruiser so he had stolen a police repeatedly ordered him to drop the rifle he refused to at that point a member of the the state police stop team fired once mortally wounding the man the man was later pronounced dead at boston medical center so it was a wild chase but folks see that's what also they were concerned about if you remember when that guy stole the cruiser in rhode island and that there they keep the the rifle in the trunk and they thought that he might have that. But hey, you're the one that decided to steal the cruiser. Let's put it that way. You know, there's another story that I want to just touch on that Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe broke. Now, think of the amount of money that's flying in is ridiculous. At Rhode Island College, where I attended, a consulting firm was paid $334,000 for a seven-page report. Three hundred and thirty-four thousand for a seven-page report. Seventy-six thousand a week consultant. Absolutely pathetic. You know, I don't know who this guy is. Timothy Delgice, the chairman of the Council on Post-Secondary Education. How does that guy have the authority? I mean, to me. Someone was paid three hundred and thirty-four thousand for a seven-page report. I think Dave McGowan did. That's forty-nine thousand a page, right? 
a little over four, yeah, forty nine thousand a page. Like the the corruption is just not ending. The corruption is absolutely not ending. Now I, I will learn more about that suspect and then remember. Remember, folks, we're going until 2 o'clock, but the good news is uh, the deaths are down as far as Rhode Island releases. Uh, only one death reported. That's one death, two deaths in the past three days. Tonight at 5 o'clock, there'll be 9,000 vaccine appointments available. 9,000. And, oh, I am told, uh, so I think, I guess uh, the Quincy police, we'll play some of this next hour. We're having a... Um, a news conference about the person, the armed suspect, who was shot and killed. Now, that's a marksman, though. That is, uh, without question, that's, a, that's, a, um, that's what you need. They were telling him, drop the rifle, and he wouldn't drop the rifle. All right, that and then a lot more. And then we'll play more of uh, Biden yesterday, which was, I thought, folks, we, let's, let's be, I mean, that was... Uh, that was frightening. That is the leader of the free world. That is the commander in chief. And that is someone who I don't think we're going to see a lot of him. Um, I think now we know why it took so long and why they were trying to hide him from doing a briefing. That's what I took away from from yesterday. So we'll talk about that. And then also, you know, I do want to talk a little bit about the vaccine and we'll talk more about that. And then the story that we brought you last Friday, that that's actually become a national story I saw the uh, the representative from Central Falls who feels it's white supremacy to have to wear a tie and jacket. Well, um, that made its way to Fox News and his national outlets have picked up on that. We had him on last Friday. We'll talk about that as well. So, folks, the Power Hour is coming up. Those on Facebook Live, we're going to be back later uh, tonight for One After Dark. But next hour is on the radio, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, which is petro.com. Let's do this. Let's get an update. With the one o'clock news, it's John DePietro. Stay with us. I'll be back on the other side. I one socket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260 DC.